Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Our subject this week is wisdom, Colin, and uh, you made the point yesterday that sin equates with foolishness and obedience equates with wisdom. And you ended yesterday's programme by saying that wisdom and understanding go together. Therefore, we need to understand why we need to be wise. And we also need to understand how that wisdom can be effective in our lives, how we can have that wisdom, really, and express it. Well, in chapter 1 of Proverbs, verse 7, we read, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. It's the beginning of wisdom. Now, knowledge in, in Scripture is not knowing about God. It's knowing God. It's, it, it's a relationship word, not just um, uh, knowing about him. So, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Um, many translations pl- uh, um, express it. Now, what is the fear of the Lord? The fear of the Lord is to be in such awe of him because of who he is. Yes, he is our father. Yes, Jesus uh, has become so personal to us that we live in him and he in us. But we should never, ever lose that sense of tremendous respect for who he is in his holiness, majesty, and glory. Uh, we believe in God Almighty, not God Almighty. We're too familiar with God. Oh, much, much too familiar. I mean, there's a sense in which uh, we need to know and believe uh, how close God wants to hold us to himself, but still be in considerable awe of who he is. I mean, I think um, if people were invited to go to Buckingham Palace to meet the Queen, they would... um, consider that to be quite an awesome event. But you see, God is so much greater and higher and more holy than any monarch. Uh, And yet we don't treat God with that same sense of awe and respect. Um, And these two things, you see, are held together. But the scripture speaks much, much more of the awe of God, of the majesty of God, than, for example, of the love of God. And uh, it's, it's very important for us to see that our relationship with God comes from humbling ourselves before him. There's a lot of Humble talk. yourself under the mighty hand of God that in due time he may exalt you. That's an interesting thing you've just said, that there's a lot more in the Bible refer- referring to the fear of the Lord than the love of the Lord. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and um, that's because people uh, who know God are in awe of God, and they don't talk about cheap love and cheap grace and all this kind of thing. Um, what, what happens when you're born again is God brings you into a relationship of love with him. Before that, you're not in a relationship of love. And the scripture is very, very clear about that. That's why Jesus had to die on the cross for us. God expressed his love for the world in that one event. But um, now uh, the, the sinner is outside 
the, the love of God. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. But you see, a sinner remains unacceptable to God under condemnation. Jesus taught this, you see. And it's only by putting our faith in the saving work of Jesus that we are brought out of the darkness and condemnation of sin into the acceptance and the righteousness of God. Uh, so those of us that have been born again and have ex experienced that transition, Paul, when he's writing to the Colossians, says he has uh, delivered us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. And when we are brought into the kingdom, then we are brought into the love of God. And, and Jesus says to the disciples, stay there, abide in my love. But he does say that to stay in that relationship of love, we need to obey him. We need, in other words, to walk in wisdom. He said, you will remain in my love if you obey my commands, just as I have remained in my Father's love by obeying his commands. So Jesus was saying that to retain that relationship of love with the Father while he was on earth, he had to obey the Father. And he's saying to retain that relationship of love in the way that God intends, we are to be obedient to him in the same way. So wisdom, as you said in the introduction today, wisdom is expressed in obedience. Uh, but obedience comes out of this fear of the Lord, this understanding of who God is, that if, if God gives us a command, who are we to say no? Who are we to Ignore his commands. I mean, this is God, the creator of the universe, the maker of heaven and earth. If he gives us a command, what right do we have to go against what he says? And, and the people that do that, you see, really have no fear of God. And you would say that in the church today, speaking generally, there is very little fear of God. Therefore, there is little fear, if any, fear of God in the nation. Now, what happens in times of true revival is the fear of God is restored first to the church, and then that begins to affect society. And again, there is a fear. It's not being afraid of God. It is understanding the awesome nature and character of who God is. It's not a negative thing, therefore. Very positive. And you see, uh, it outworks itself in wisdom, in really knowing God, in obeying what he says, and so fulfilling his plan and purpose for our lives. All that comes out of this proper fear of the Lord, this awesomeness of, of who he is. So we read in... in um, Chapter 2 of Proverbs, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, now this is God speaking of himself as wisdom, you see, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, and if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord 
and find the knowledge of God. You've got to work at it, in other words. You've got to want it. You've got to desire it to, or really, desire him and to know him as wisdom. You've got to cry out for insight, for understanding uh, as the most precious thing, as if, you know, in the natural, the most precious thing is silver and gold. But... but uh, Spiritually, the most precious thing is to cry out to God for his wisdom because then we will understand the fear of the Lord. We will understand who he is. And, and, and you see, uh, the scripture goes on to say, for the Lord gives wisdom. It, it's actually part of the gift of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He is the spirit of wisdom. We'll, we'll see that later on. So he gives wisdom and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. In other words, God wants to give us wisdom. He doesn't want us to walk in the foolishness of sin as we were seeing yesterday. He wants us to walk in wisdom and therefore in obedience and therefore to fulfill his plan and purpose for our lives. He wants to give us knowledge and understanding. He wants to give us revelation of what his will is for us, not just generally, but day by day in the specific details of our lives. And, and then you see, the next verse says, he holds victory in store for the righteous. This is wisdom, see? Wisdom, God as our wisdom, holds victory in store for the upright. So when you obey him and you walk in righteousness in the way that God wants, you walk in victory. And it doesn't matter what comes against you, you're going to have the victory. He holds victory in store. Wisdom holds victory in store for the for the upright. And wisdom is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. And praise God, we can have a blameless walk because of the blood of Jesus Christ. So you see, having been cleansed and made acceptable to God through all that Jesus has done for us, we can know and experience victory and know that God will shield us from what would harm us so long as we walk in wisdom, so long as in our hearts we are crying out to God to know that wisdom, for him to give us wisdom in the daily circumstances of our lives so that we will make wise choices, wise decisions, that we will speak wisdom, we will act in wisdom and not in the foolishness of sin, not in the foolishness of wanting to please ourselves rather than to please God. And, uh, you know, somebody said to me the other day, all we've got to do to please God is to be wise. And actually that, that really is the bottom line. That if, that's not just to have wisdom, but to be wise in the way in which we live and in the decisions that we make. Sin is making a wrong, foolish decision. Wisdom is making the right decision. It's the decision to obey the Lord, to do what he says, not in our own strength, but in the power that he supplies by his Holy Spirit. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 